Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Today is Friday. You made it. Woohoo! You made it to Friday. I have no idea what's going on in your life at this point, but for most of us, this is the end of a week. So congratulations. You should celebrate and we should kick off the day with scripture. How's that sound, Lori? Sounds fabulous. So okay. we are reading this morning from 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 11. So it says, Now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaim to you, which you in turn received, and which you also stand, through which also you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message that I proclaim to you, unless you have come to believe in vain. For I handed on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one ultimately born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I, work hard, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so you have come to believe. Mm. Thanks, Lori. Yeah. So I just remind, want to remind us that we are in the season of Easter. Um, we celebrated Resurrection Day, and um, after the Resurrection Day, we continue to celebrate the Resurrection with these scripture passages. These are all having to do with the hope we have in Christ because of the Resurrection, and um, and I see that through and through on this in this passage. Um, he's saying first and foremost, this is this is our theology. This is what we believe. Uh, we believe in a person, Jesus, who died for our sins in accordance with the promises of God in Scripture. He was buried and he was raised on the third day. And it's not just some fancy tale that we told. There are eyewitnesses of this. And he is shaking the world, you know. Um, and, and his grace totally transforms my reality. So it seems like Paul is saying, that that story shapes who he is, that he's, his narrative has been completely transformed and turned around. Mm -hmm. And I love this phrase where he says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. His grace towards me has not been given in vain, has not been in vain. Um, I love that phrase, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And um, I think Paul has a healthy dose of his, I mean, there's other points where Paul seems um, really, uh, like um what's the word i'm looking for prideful 
or arrogant, arrogant, boastful. Um, but he even addresses that and says, I'm, I'm boasting in my sufferings. I'm boasting in Christ. Um, and right here, he's really aware of who he is, that he's the least of the apostles, that he's unfit to be called an apostle, that he persecuted Jesus. Um, he persecuted the church of God and he's aware of his shortcomings. And, and yet he, he says, whatever I am, I'm going to, it's because of the grace of God. And that's what really defines me now. So um, I really want to inherit that same posture in my own life um, to be able to say um, it's for the grace of, it's by the grace of God that I am what I am today. Mm-hmm. And um, to be able to have a deep sense of my own shortcomings and a deep sense of my own um, contrition, almost like a, a penitence, a, a, a sacrifice, a willingness to say, yeah, I, I've, um, I haven't lived up um, to perfection, but I trust in the grace of God um, for, for who I am. So mm-hmm. that's what kind of was grabbing me about this passage. Uh, well, how, and about was, you? how about you? Yeah, definitely. And I saw that too, like when it talks about, because I think at the end, he can almost start to come off a little arrogant when he says, on the contrary, I worked harder than any of them. But then he's quick to say, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Yeah, It's not him doing the work he's quick to point out. It's God's grace doing that work. And I think that that quickness to point that out kind of negates any of that pridefulness that he might have been coming off as having at that point. And you think about his life and the guilt that he could have so easily had and just carried with him that he did persecute the church and he was feared. And I I always wonder too, like how long did it take before people trusted Paul? You know, like when he was blinded on the road and, you know, he, he was eventually restored his sight and he saw Jesus and everything like that's, that's amazing. But how long did it take for people to trust him? Yeah. Long and so time. I would think so. I mean, it would honestly, if I was, if I was to, you know, think about it myself, it would take me a very long time to trust him. It would think I would, I would find myself wondering if he was up to something. I would, you know, is this another trick, another way to persecute Christians? Mm-hmm. And so I see just, you know, when he talks about that grace, that grace is what saved him. And I think it could have, crippled him that guilt but i think he's finding instead that grace negates that guilt Mm -hmm. and makes him be able to do and be even more through jesus through through god so that was that was definitely something um that grabbed me and i think the other thing that i just saw and this kind of ties in even with some stuff from earlier this week is that paul in the earlier part of this passage is really laying out the evidence when he's giving, um, you know, that message that I proclaimed to you, you know, he's talking about Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures that he was buried and raised on the third dead in accordance with the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Like he's kind of reminding his listeners that this all was fulfilling that scripture. This all was fulfilling it. And, you know, you think back to David in the Psalm 16 that we wrote or that we talked about earlier this week, you know, hundreds of years, like it wasn't just all of a sudden, bam, here was Jesus and nobody knew ever that he was coming or what the purpose of this was. God had this all going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I find that, that Paul's 
trying to connect back to the, almost like a lawyer, like trying to just lay out the evidence, like, here you go, here you go. And then like you were referring to, he calls on the witnesses, you know, that he appeared to Cephas, then to the 12, then he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters, you know, and Paul talks about most of them still even being alive, you know, almost like go ask them, they're going to tell you the same thing. And just almost making this argument, like you can't deny this, 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 has been going on for a long time, you know, based on the scriptures, and it's still, you know, it's being proved now, and just kind of making a case for his faith and for the faith that we all believe too. Mm-hmm. So I think that part really gripped me, and just that that he was really trying to make his case to the Corinthians and really trying to just lay it all out for them. Yeah, me too. I and this has ties to um, Peter. You know, in the Acts 2 passage we read on Monday, it sounds very similar to what Peter's trying to do is craft a theology, craft craft a narrative to say, hey, we may not have seen it at first. You you may not have put all the pieces together, but let me show you uh, the the big meta narrative. Let me show you the big story and show you how this makes sense and how this um, fits and where you fit into it um, and what this changes about the world. and that's a really hard thing to do, but he focuses again on the person of Jesus. He, he doesn't get into the weeds about the law. He doesn't um, get into the weeds about like um, different philosophies or ways of living or advice or, or that yet. Um, he's first and foremost talking about um, who Jesus is. And um, this is like a victory point and many, many, many churches uh, subscribe to ascribe to the apostles creed mm-hmm. which is very similar to this um it's based the apostles creed is a creed a belief a statement of belief that doesn't just say theological statements about what god is like um it tells the story of jesus you know um and it it tells the story of our faith um, anchored in a person and um i think that's what makes Christianity so um, unique and powerful is that the God that we mm-hmm. worship is also a person who we can know and the story whose story we can tell and and we can rest on the testimony and in his grace um, because there is a story to it that um, we can tell someone's story that that, that Jesus um, came and died and rose again and because that happened um, now we can have hope too that the same thing that Jesus happened to Jesus can happen to us too, mm-hmm. those who trust in Him. So, um, yeah, I love this, and I love that Paul is just um, same thing that Peter could, the same trap Peter could have fallen into, which was self consciousness and um, guilt, uh, self doubt because of who they are and who am I to talk about these things? Which is something that I think a lot of Christians struggle with is. Who am I to who am I to talk about scripture? Who am I to go on a podcast? <laughs> who am yep. I to talk about Jesus with a with the who am I to be on the elder team? You know, like yep. we said earlier this week. Um, who am I to be leading a church? Or who am I to be leading a family? Who am I to be whatever it is that your role is that where you take um, spiritual authority? Um, they've uh, avoided that pitfall and instead are focusing on the person of Jesus and uh telling his story and finding their place in that story so mm-hmm. i love that about this and i hope that today that that can be our 
anchor, um, whatever we're doing, whether you're at home or whether you're, well, I guess most people are at home right now. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, by the time this podcast drops, who knows? Um, but whatever you're doing today, whether you're working or whether you're playing, whether you're parenting, whether you're reading or, or, you know, whatever you're going through today, um, that the testimony of Jesus, the person of Jesus is enough for us and it defines who we are, that by the grace of God, we are who we are. So um, I hope that today you're covered in that grace. And um, Lori, thanks for joining me on this podcast this week. You're welcome. And, it's pretty fun. Uh, it is fun. Uh, see, not so bad, right? Right. A little, <laughs> little daunting as far as just <laughs> yep, <laughs> something I've never done before. But no, it was good. It was yeah. good. Good. I'm glad. Thank you for joining me. And um, for those of you who listened this week, thank you for pushing play. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing. Um, thanks for being uh, joining in on this journey through the scriptures with us. And um, we will join back again on Monday. Let me see who our uh, guest is on Monday here. Uh, all right, Monday is Travis. Woohoo! Travis Rujink is on Monday, so nice. you guys can um, join back in on Monday and hear uh, Travis and I digest the weekly scriptures. So we'll see you then. Okay. Bye. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.